chosen this podcast. This podcast will be full of spoilers and swearing. If that scares you, get out while you still can. But if you are brave and hot, keep going and enjoy all the wonders he has in store for you. <laughs> now welcome your host who puts Vegemite on his toast. The man who is so sexy even looking up his podcast could get you pregnant. It's the man who's got a kangaroo tail for a dong. It's Daniel Craig. Come on down, my brother. Oh, thanks. Best hype man in town he is. Thank you, everyone. Yes, I am Daniel Craig. I am the host of the Creepy Crap Podcast. We're on our final. Everyone, grab your tissues. It's the final. It is the last movie of Moon June. Oh, my God. What a month it's been, everyone. Oh, my God. Cosmic Crapsters. Oh, you have all been with me for this. And we've had such a journey, haven't we? This is our eighth movie of Moon June. Oh, God. The Creepy Crap Podcast. Where will it go next? So gather up your strength, everyone. I need you to be strong because we're about to talk about Critters 4. There's so many. This one, they go to space, so obviously it suits Moon June. This movie's from 1992, goes for 87 minutes, has a big rating of 4.1 out of 10 from Internet Movie Database, and lube up those ear holes because I'm about to shove a bio in it. After being cryogenically frozen and waking up on a space station in the near future, the Critters aim to have the unwitting crew for lunch. Well, waking up after being frozen in space. Where have I heard that storyline before? Oh, well, anyway, that's Critters 4. So let's jump on Houston's Red Rocket and wait for Blast Off. Okay, so the movie's been about eight minutes, and what we've seen so far is that there's some futuristic bum, and he's like a mixture of like a pilot and a firefighter or something like that. He's found the two eggs, they're the last two critters in the world, apparently, the last of their existence, and he's about to destroy them, and some hologram pops up. Someone he knows, he might be from another movie. I don't really know the, the movies that well, to be honest. But yeah, he pops up, and he's like, you cannot kill them. It's illegal to kill them. If you destroy them, you're destroying the rest of the existence, the... That's the last of their species and all this shit. He's like, but it's evil. You got to get rid of him. He's like, no, no, you cannot do that. Put him in this pod I'm sending you. He's sending a pod to some whatever spaceship he's in. He's like, put him in the pod and keep him safe and they will send him back to us. But on the way there, they get hit with some sort of fucking comet or some bullshit. It blows up and then it ends up just flying in space for ages and, and, and cuts to 2045 and that's where it is now. And I don't know, it cuts to the credits. That's what we've seen so far. So it was about to destroy the two eggs, would have saved the world. And now they're going to get taken somewhere else and cause a whole bunch of shit to happen and let's keep watching what that shit is okay it's a 15 minute mark now and not much has happened we've seen the cast are on some fucking you know spaceship whatever the fuck it's called brad dorf is in the cast though so we've got the master of horror he's in every fucking horror movie ever made brad dorf is there no other familiar faces to me at all and they've just found the receptor it's going past the little pod thing or whatever it is with the eggs in it they're like get the receptors and the special effects are so shitty it's just like a weird blue laser in space and everything looks fake as shit i don't know if this ever looked good or not i don't know i hate sci-fi i don't really care about this sort of stuff it's exactly the sort of shit i don't like when it's in space like Oh, so realistic. No, it's not. Look shit. But anyway, they've just grabbed them. They got the eggs in them. They don't know that yet, but that's what we've seen so far. But they're going to find out there's eggs in there soon enough. But the game is guessing which one of these idiot cast members is going to do it. I'm guessing it's not Brad Dorff, but it's probably the captain. And he keeps chewing a cigar that is not lit. And I'm like, did people just put cigars in their mouth? I feel the whole movie he's just going to pretend to smoke a cigar that is clearly not lit. But, you know, let's keep watching that. That'd be a bit of fun. And they're about to get fucked up because they're about to open the eggs soon enough, I'd imagine. And I don't know. Let's keep watching. And let them get motherfucking fucked up. Yay, yay. 
It's a 27-minute mark, and we have just seen a lovely little shower scene. Oh, yes, we have. The only female on this spaceship is having a nice shower. I meant, like, pretty nice facilities for a fucking ship, or maybe it's, like, a building. I think they've just found an abandoned spaceship, and they've just checked out the layers, and they might be in it now, or they're on their own. I lose track, man. All these fucking things look the same. I can never tell the difference in any of these fucking movies. They need to just have color-coded so I know which ship is which. But anyway, she's having a shower. We see a nice little bar. The captain is literally just sitting outside the shower screen watching. You can't see, it's just the outlines. And then like the young guy comes in with some towels and then he goes, hey, this is for the big boys. And then he walks in there and you're like, oh, okay, maybe these two are like a thing that he's gonna like kiss her or some shit or do a little bit more. Get it extra steamy if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah, baby, you're gonna drop the soap, baby. <laughs> Ow! Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, she goes up and you're like, oh, here we go. Maybe she does like him. And then she grabs him and just like cracks him in the face. <laughs> fucking, he's like, oh, he's got a fucking bloody nose and all this sort of shit. She's like, get the fuck out, motherfucker. Everyone else is outside the shower. I'm like, fucking hell, what? Does everyone come in this fucking area the second she's showering? They're like, oh, here we go. And get your fucking seats, boys. We're going to see some titties. Anyway, but that's about it. The eggs are still untouched at this point. And that's about it. And there's uh, one guy who is a dead spy bit of Private Pile from Full Metal Jacket, the Vincent D'Onofrio character. He's like a mixture with him with a fucking like uh, ponytail. But like if you've ever seen uh, the Australian show Neighbours, he is Toadie Rebecca for sure. There's a mixture. It's Private Pile and Toadie. If you know those two characters, dead fucking spit this guy. But that's about it. Not much is really happening apart from that. I just really wanted to mention that. Let's keep going. Hopefully there's more shower scenes coming up, eh? Because <laughs> there's only guys other than that. So, you know, it is what it is. So we're 38 minutes in the movie now and the critters have arrived and in their little pot as well was a homeless guy from earlier and you should see his teeth man it's like I don't know whether to smile or kick a field goal holy shit them teeth are fucking spread apart man social distancing in that motherfucker's mouth damn. As predicted, it was the captain who opened it. He was all pissed off after getting beaten up by the naked girl. He's always there. He's got his fucking laser gun. It's always lasers with sci-fi fucking movies, isn't it? Pew, pew, pew. Bubble boing. He keeps shooting it. The young guy comes up going, don't do that. They said not to do it. And then he fucking knocks him out with a fucking gas tank or an extinguisher or something. Like, hits him so hard in the face. It's like, damn, fucking hell. That guy's not going to get up soon. But he keeps shooting at it. And that's where it, like, it opens eventually. And that's where the homeless guy was in. He was, like, cryogenically frozen with the eggs and all that sort of shit. But, yeah, the eggs hatch. And the two is just instantly fuck they're small as shit they're literally just the size of like fucking melon or some shit one starts biting his leg the other one just jumps in his fucking mouth and his mouth is just like spread so far and he's just basically like suffocating him i guess and eating his mouth and all this the other one's gnawing at him he keeps trying to do stuff he's not even trying to attack him with the hands it's like pull them away or something what the fuck and then he gets wrapped up in chains and then just eventually gets killed and the homeless guy was sort of trying to shoot him i don't know just doesn't understand how to use the guns i guess and it shoots a little laser and knocks the hair off one of them I think it's a callback to one of the other ones for memory and I think the one I keep calling homeless was actually a bounty hunter on earth I don't know I think he explains it a little bit to the younger guy but that's pretty much all that's happened really so far so these two little critters have killed them and then rolled away in the little balls they always do and that's all that's happened so yeah no, there's a bunch of them left and they gotta see if they're gonna survive there's 50 minutes left or so it's 58 minutes and not much has really happened it was a fucking long draw out this part they've been talking to the guy from earth for ages no one believes that he's from like the past they're like how, how where have you been for 53 years and he's like I don't know I've been in this pod and he just kind of realized that everyone he knows is dead and they're like they really fucking hammer it home for him they're like yeah he's like wait 53 years that means everyone I know they're like yeah 
They're dead. They're toast. They're gone. Yeah, I get it. I'm just trying to soak in the fucking information for a sec. Do you mind just giving me a quick minute to absorb what I'm hearing? And then he passes out. And they're just there. And then, like, the guy, the private pile guy, takes a fucking swipe card and goes into the bedroom and knocks all the fucking tablets down. By, not by mistake, obviously. They're all on the floor and he's trying to pick them up. And I guess he's a drug addict or something. I don't really get why he was doing it otherwise. Or he thought there was some other shit there. The critters jump out of the fucking vent and they go for his neck and face. And they just fuck up because they get him in a team. There's only two critters at this point from what I've seen and they're very small but they've grown bigger than the last time so they're growing quite quick and then they just sort of stop I guess so it seems to be the usual thing with most of the movies Pirate Pile's fired them off and then he just fucking dies and then the team shows up and they're like oh we found him the census said he was in this room and there's just blood everywhere and he's dead on the floor and they're like oh shit because they didn't believe the bounty hunter saying that he there was critters and all this shit they thought he killed the captain I guess and now they believe him because they're like oh yeah um, okay someone killed him and it clearly wasn't you so uh, sorry so that's what happening there's two little critters causing a whole bunch of shit there's half an hour left of the movie let's keep chugging along toot toot it's an hour and nine minutes and this movie's not really interesting for me i didn't i thought it'd be a little bit better i don't think i've actually seen this one i i never really into the critters that much just shit all's fucking happening it's boring man one point where they see a whole bunch more eggs and they're like oh god they're multiplying already there's heaps of eggs and then the fucking it's angela bassett i didn't realize that's who it was very young in this is just smashing the fuck out of all the eggs and then fucking brad dorff was like stop stop it what are you doing i'm like we're fucking retired what the fuck she's saving the day don't ruin it don't tell her to stop so she stops because they're all fucking joining with Brad and start yelling at her but she's trying to save the day and these guys are on the hunt to kill the two that are there anyway I'm like why I don't understand why would you not kill the eggs so there's no more if you kill those two and then kill the eggs they're gone why are they still trying to protect them after the whole crew's getting killed I don't understand the reason to saving them I don't get it just fucking kill them wipe them out if there's such like a threat to you why keep them around I don't understand it's not like they're like oh they go there and we go here we keep separate we're fine but no they're acting trying to kill you and they're growing massive now so i guess they're aliens they, they know how to use control panels and whatever the fuck they're shooting them they found one they started shooting at that they missed it and then blew up the control panel and just took out heaps of the power and the ship's really fucked now and the guy's like can we just get another one they're like no this is all we had but yeah i did not understand why they didn't just let her kill all the eggs it's such a stupid mistake you're like you were fucked yourselves up because of you trying to be good it's like just let her do a thing she's saving the day she's the voice of reason and you've just silenced her you are fucking stupid enjoy dying there's 15 minutes left so let's see if these ding-dongs survive it's an hour and 18 minutes now and the guy who's in the hologram at the beginning of the thing has come on the actual ship and he wants the eggs he has no recollection of the bounty hunter guy and he's like hey he's my friend and he's like i don't know you and it's like i don't know if he's a clone or the hologram wasn't a real thing earlier on or a descendant but he just looks exactly the same but he does not know who he is he's got all these henchmen that look like kind of a mixture of like darth vader and kylo ren but like put together but if there was like a disc out homemade version of them they look kind of shitty they're just wearing like snow goggles and fucking big black helmet type thing and they're trying to like get everyone else and they've knocked out most of the crew the young guy's running around like doing all the work now he's shutting doors kind of leading him toward this area i'm not sure where the leader went but the rest of the henchmen all went into this like lab there's all these like big vials with bubbles and all this shit and there's fucking heaps of critters here so they've laid eggs everywhere i guess and there's critters everywhere and they just attack him and all you can see is kind of off screen now is just like oh shit man now and screaming and all that sort of stuff so they're just being fucking attacked and i mean they couldn't see shit they had them fucking goggles on i could barely see it's like take him off and give yourself a fighting chance for fuck's sake but no all the henchmen are dead i don't know where the leader is and the young guy's doing all the work behind the scenes and the rest of the crew is pretty much being knocked out and then just laying in a pile on the floor somewhere and we have about 10 minutes at most to see if these guys will survive this 
It's about a minute later, and every fucking sci-fi movie does this. I never understand why, but for some reason, completely untriggered, the fucking spaceship is now got 10 minutes, and it's going to self-destruct. It's like, how is this a fucking helpful feature to have on a spaceship? Every fucking movie does it. We've got 10 minutes to we blow it. Oh, well, two minutes or whatever the fuck time it is. This isn't a helpful feature. Why the fuck do you do this? I don't get it. For the movie, it makes sense, because it's like, if we can get off in that time, they'll be trapped on there, and they'll die, but I don't get why the feature's there in the first place. Is it like what they hope they find, some fucking creature? and then can use the ship it's like they build it just as a trap it's like no you build this to fucking transport people you don't get a bus and put fucking c4 underneath just on the off chance someone gets on you don't like i'd never understand this but who cares that's what's happening so they got 10 minutes left and literally there's about 10 minutes left of the movie so maybe it's a real time ending i don't know let's keep going Okay, so the movie is ended, and the last three surviving people are Angela Bassett, the young guy, and the bounty hunter. They're the last three. Brad Dourif died, and the commander guy went to, like, have a big shootout, and then the bounty hunter, Charlie, had the gun, and he's like, you won't do it, Charlie. So he does know him, he just pretended he's like, oh, shit, I don't know that motherfucker. And then, basically, they had a shootout, he was gonna shoot the young kid, and then he turned it on to Charlie, Charlie shot first, shot him right between the eyes, he's dead as a door now, so they jump into the fucking thing, and it's like, and the voice in the spaceship is doing like a three minutes to countdown i'll play some music for you it's like we're about to fucking blow up don't fucking play music but they make it to escape pod and then they fly away and they're safe and all that sort of shit and then angela bassett presses one of the buttons and it's like 10 seconds to detonation and the young kids having like a little sort of battle with the voiceover person and then she's like 10 seconds at nine seconds and he's like oh she never gets anything right and she goes thank you but i cannot take compliments from waste material like oh shit (laughs) that was brought to you by the letter s for snack Sick burn voiceover. You sure showed that young guy who was boss. And then it fucking blows up and it's assumed the critters are dead because you don't see them any other point of the movie. And then pretty much from what I could understand from the scene, Angela Bassett and the young guy just walked off and are banging or doing something away. And then they're just telling Charlie, the bounty hunter, be like, don't touch anything. He's like, okay. Which he immediately goes to the fucking control chair. And then he's like playing, oh, should I, should I not? Captain Charlie Edgerton or whatever his name is. And then he presses some red button and then the ship starts spinning. And then that's the end. That's the credits. And you're like, oh, so funny. The end. I do have one question about sci-fi movies. At what point in the technology in the future did they go from one button to 20 buttons to do one single thing? Like they just have to turn a computer on and it's boop, 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 boop. And they press fucking 20 different buttons around this entire huge, ridiculous, massive fucking control panel with a thousand buttons in some weird random order just to turn it on. And no one ever questions it. They're like, why is one button not easier suddenly now? Like all the technology leading up to this, you just press one button to do something. A on a keyboard is A, not 50 fucking buttons in this weird order and they're like yep okay no worries but who gives a shit that's the end of fucking moon dew no more sci-fi movies let's have a nice big gap between the next movie that goes to fucking space because i'm sick of all the spaceships and all that bullshit no more moon june and also no more themes i'm just giving myself i didn't want to put baby in a corner too much i was getting to the point i was originally going to do fucking uh christmas in july for july and do a whole bunch of christmas horror movies i just didn't want to keep limiting myself to one theme per month and you know it's like i'm a peacock I need to fly. So the Creepy Crap podcast would just be back to normal where I just choose whatever the fuck I want to watch whenever I want to and it would just have the random guest episodes like it always does. So Creepy Crap podcast would be exactly like it is unless there's like a really good theme a month or that sort of shit. But you know, it's just, it's got to be back to normal so I can just do whatever I want. It's easier that way and you know, making themes every month and hashtags and counting whatever fucking number it is. So just go back to episode 38. 
Blah, 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 you know, whatever the fuck. So that's what's happening. That's your update, motherfuckers. If you wanted to know about the Creepy Crap podcast, future plans. No more themes, just quick and easy like Thelma and Louise. Speaking of beautiful, if you want to get me on Instagram, you can get me at the Creepy Crap Podcast. Why don't you hit me up in the messages? Why don't you, if you got a podcast and want to do a collaboration, maybe be a guest episode or suggest a movie, do whatever you want. That's where you can do it. You can message me on Instagram or follow me or like my stuff or do whatever you want or don't do that, but you can't get me anywhere else. So Instagram is it, my friends, my Creepy Crapsters. Instagram, the Creepy Crap Podcast is where you can get Daniel Craig, who is me, the host. The podcast is the Creepy Crap Podcast. This was episode 38 Critters 4 from 1992 and it was the eighth movie of Moon June and the final theme for now. So thank you so much for listening and keep yourselves creepy, keep yourselves crappy. Now I'm gonna make like Terrifier and Split. Yeah, they call me the hippopotamus because I got floors and floor of phosphorus popping off the top of this esophagus. It's not that I'm a warrior mammal from Africa that moved to the metropolis a bit toward the breakdance. Went to get that preposterous hypothesis. Steve, tell me that. What's he gonna do with it? <laughs>